Please listen to the following announcements concerning the renumbering of 2021 and 2022 podcasts. This episode was originally published in April of 2022, but it is now being reassigned to August 2022. While listening, please disregard all references to dates. The material itself is still very relevant. Going forward all the earlier issues will be reassigned to the year 2022. In 2023, the format will start with January being issue number 1 of volume 2 and each year will only have 10 issues. July and August will be planning and study months. I believe this make this podcast stronger and easier to follow. Your host. Hello, this is your host with the April 1st broadcast of the Mountaintop with Jesus podcast. I'm glad you're with us today. And I do apologize for this being a little late. May will be major hair late and we'll be back on schedule again. So uh, please forgive me. A lot has been happening uh, in my life personally, and I just haven't been able to get here to get these completed, although I've had the outline done for some time. We're back in our studio. We're glad to be here. It's great. Uh, we actually did a remake of the March podcast here in the studio, and now we're catching up by doing an April podcast. Thank you for your support and your understanding. From the mountain top, WWJTL. Well, before we get started, let's have a short prayer time. Father, we ask that you bless this session of learning and session of teaching us about your ways and your love for each one of us. Help us to understand the place that emotions play in our completion of projects. That is today's lesson, and I think it's important that we understand how you uphold us emotionally while we're completing the assignments that you give us. So please teach us that today, and I praise you for your love and mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we praise you, Father. Amen. While I understand the place for pure decision-making above emotions, I believe for something to be carried through, such as an assignment, to the end in a quality manner, in a quality manner, requires supportive, requires supportive emotional surroundings. These emotional surroundings not only help us finish the project, but they help us finish it in a quality way. This was number one in our outline that we discussed last month. And today, I'd like to discuss this in a greater detail. We'll be looking at some aspects of this, some emotions that tend to fly at you when you're completing an assignment and how the Lord himself will balance those emotions. We'll look at the negative emotion and we'll look at the positive emotion in each one of these aspects or each one of these feelings that you may feel during the completion of the Lord's assignment to you. This is really, really important because 
It'll allow you not to give up, not to feel abandoned, and not to hate the assignment because you will understand that it is God your Father that's given you this assignment, that's talked to you by the power of the Holy Spirit, and how He brings you the positive emotional surrounding that you need to complete an assignment in a positive manner, not just complete it, but complete it in a positive manner. Number one, I'm all alone. I've received this assignment and I don't know who's going with me. I seem to be all alone. Christ has promised in his word to come alongside you. If he is going to call you to the assignment, he is going to give you the grace to complete that assignment. He is going to walk with you. Christ has never called you to a place where he himself has not been. He too felt all alone. And he truly was. Only his father knew the assignment. Even the disciples did not understand the assignment fully. Jesus was truly all alone on his assignment. Only the father led Jesus and strengthened Jesus. Because Jesus was the Son and knew the Father. He knew what the Father wanted. He knew why it was being done. And we'll come to that a little later. But truly on the earth, he was alone. Well, when we do assignments, we feel that way. Sometimes we feel that the assignment is such that no one understands why we're doing it. No one understands why we are studying the Bible and we're studying the Bible because we want to be stronger in our understanding of what Jesus is calling us to, stronger in our understanding of what the Holy Spirit is teaching us and stronger as to our understanding of being a child of God the Father. But people don't often understand that. And so we feel alone because that assignment sometimes makes us feel alone. Incidentally, that's the importance of small groups and home churches and mainline building churches so that you don't feel alone in your assignment. Sometimes you just need someone to come alongside you as a brother and pray with you or say simply, I understand, I, I've, I'm there. Let's go there together. Let's finish this assignment together or let's finish your assignment with my support and my assignment with your support. Number two, no one understands how I feel. You may feel that you've been called to assignment in which there is no support. No one understands how I feel. I feel disillusioned. I feel angry because I really want to finish this, but I don't seem to be able to. I feel lost because I know 
because I don't necessarily feel that there is a leader or another person who understands how I'm feeling. That's why it's so important to share. That's why it's so important to have brothers and sisters. That's why, and probably the most difficult thing for a lone wolf person is they do not have the support of discussing their feelings with other people. It is important to have brothers and sisters, church leaders, home churches, house gatherings, where you can express your feelings, where you know that other people feel much of the same that you feel. And so it's very, very important to combine with or interact with Christians who can provide to you the kind of spiritual support and emotional support so that you know that there are others who understand how you feel. And this is extremely, extremely important, again, because unless you're an exceptional lone wolf, you're probably not going to make it as a lone wolf. Christ in his scriptures say, look up, look to me, look to my people, listen to my Holy Spirit so that you are not alone. Walk in fellowship with the Lord's people. And again, that can be pastors. It could be other people uh, in your house church. It could be people in your regular church whom you sing in the choir with. But walk with a Christian brother and or sister to support you so that, again, you know there are others who understand how you feel. Number three, whom can I trust? You know, I just, I just don't feel like there's anyone that I can trust. I, I tell people things and they gossip. I tell people things and they break confidences. I tell people things and they distort it. I tell people things and they lie about what I have said to them. I think one of the biggest things we face today is lying and no truth. Whom can I trust? All of us may have cracks in which we would break and not be trustworthy. But I do know whom you can trust as far as the spiritual hands that you're in. Trust God. Trust the Father's love. Kind of make a basket in your mind and sit in that basket and trust his love. Trust the Lord Jesus's avocation for you, where he advocates for you to the throne of God. And he speaks on your behalf and how much he loves you and how he died for you and how you have accepted that salvation through the belief in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Trust in that. And trust in the Holy Spirit. And this is the one that develops relationships. And we're going to come back to this, okay? This is the one where you listen to the Father and the Son through the Holy Spirit. And you act upon that. And you begin to know that you can trust that. Now, can and should you trust 
people from whom they are listening to the Holy Spirit also. I would put that up uh, one notch or two notches on my trust meter, and I would trust them. They're listening to the same God, the same Lord Jesus, the same Holy Spirit. And remember, if you can't trust them, then God will certainly forgive them as he forgave Peter, who denied Christ three times. But God will also protect you if you're fully in trust of God. He will protect you even against brothers and sisters like he protected and glorified Christ in the Holy Spirit, even though Peter had denied him so many times. He couldn't even trust Peter. But he knew that Peter loved him. And how did that love of Christ manifest itself in Peter? By Peter's receiving the Holy Spirit during the day of Pentecost. And by Peter's serving his assignment to preach Jesus to the end of his life at which he was crucified. Number four, whom can I trust? We need to have those in our life who we can trust. And not having someone or anyone in your life whom you can trust brings you back to being very, very alone. So the important question here is, whom do you trust? Well, every one of us have a point that at which we will break, at which we may betray somebody, at which we may particularly display or share information that we shouldn't. Everybody has that point. Even Peter in the garden denied Christ three times when confronted and asked if he knew this man, Jesus. And he said, no, no. You can look that up in scripture and find out that Jesus forgave Peter and Jesus loved Peter and he knew as a human he may not be faithful to him. And he knew that all humans he could not trust. The only thing that he could trust is the word of his father. And that word says upon death, upon this cross, you will descend and pick up the keys of death and Hades and you will return to me at my throne, after a very short time of appearing to men and women on earth. Whom can you trust? If you can't trust anyone, totally, trust your father. He loves you. He's not letting things happen to you because he doesn't love you. He's letting things happen to you because he's working his will. Trust your father because he loves you so greatly and because he wants you to be his son or daughter and he wants you to talk to him. In fact, that's the thing he loves the most is when you say, hey, dad, are you there? I need to talk to you. 
I don't know if I can trust anybody down here. But I know I can trust you, Father, Dad. And it's okay to call him Dad. That's not irreverent. It's appropriate. It's close. It's loving. It's acknowledging some close relationship with the Father. And with the Lord Jesus Christ, you say, you know, you went through everything I'm going through. You couldn't trust anybody on this earth either. And so you know how I feel as a human. You know how betrayed and lonely I feel. Lord Jesus, bring me something to comfort me. And send the Holy Spirit to give me peace in my heart. No, you probably can't trust other people either. However, I will say this. I believe that if an individual has Christ in their heart, the Father loving and leading them and the Holy Spirit communicating to them, you are more likely to receive a message compatible with your assignment and supportive of your assignment by those Christian brothers and sisters who come alongside of you. In my book, Being a Christian is one notch or two notches up upon the trust ladder of whom I can trust because hopefully the same Father the same Son, and the same Holy Spirit are guiding them. Number five. Just can't go on. Maybe it's a couple and one spouse has passed away. Maybe it's a group and somehow you got separated from the group. Maybe it's a group and you're the only one left of the group. I just can't go on. Lord, I don't know what's happening. One of my favorite sayings is, this isn't my world anymore. And what I mean by that is, it's not a world I understand. Sin has bent it so far that I now realize that it's an entirely different world than I grew up in. I'm sure my grandpa felt the same way. The changes are coming so fast and so rapidly to us today. Perhaps because technology is bringing about those changes faster. And perhaps we are approaching or very nearly entering the end times. I'm not sure which. But there are times I say, this is not my world and I don't understand. I don't understand the direction. Okay, maybe you don't understand why you receive the direction you have from the Lord. Abraham got a direction from the Father, go out and establish a new people, a new land. He didn't even know where it was. He just said, well, all right, you guys, pack the tents, we're leaving. And he followed God. And there were hiccups and catches and, and places that he didn't need to go and went and other things happened, and, but he finally made it. He made it because God had promised him that he would. And he made it because he knew God knew the end. Yes, we don't know the end, but God knows the end. And not only does he know the end, but he knows all the tomorrows for you to reach that end. 
So when you feel that you simply can't go on alone, you need to know that God has called you and he is beside you. He is there and he is leading you. He is loving you as a father and the son, Jesus Christ, who died for you, is interceding to God the Father on your behalf. You know, this brother or sister needs us today, Father, and if you could provide it, he would praise you or she would praise you. Please, Father, help them. Help them with their difficult situations. And then the Holy Spirit comes down and provides to you perhaps a word, perhaps a direction, perhaps a leading for your personal life, perhaps a scripture, perhaps a thought from your brother or sister, perhaps a line from something you listen to. And in providing that to you, you know that you're not alone, that God is fulfilling his promise that you will never be alone and he will never forsake you or leave you. Yes, you can go on. Yes, Jesus will give you the power and the strength and the understanding and the leadership and the comfort that you need each day to go on until that assignment is done. Work your assignments here on earth that God gives you. Complete them. Take the next one. And one day your assignments will lead you as a good and faithful servant to heaven, where God himself and Jesus Christ will say, well done, good and faithful servant. You have carried out my assignments and you are blessed. Number six, how will this end? Will this go on forever? Will I be in this state of loneliness or not knowing who's with me or not knowing where I'm going forever? The answer is no. It will feel like it will go on forever. It will feel like there's no end. But in fact, Christ has told us what the end will be in his word. And his word is powerful, and it is all-knowing, it is truthful, and if God says it, it will happen. So yes, we know what the end is. He has given us a very graphic picture in the last book of the Bible and in Daniel as to the end times, what will happen and how it will end. And it will end with our victory. Even though we seem defeated in our emotions, if we carry out our assignments and follow Christ, love his Father, listen for the Holy Spirit, it will end in our victorious family relationship where we belong to God's family and God in Christ and the Holy Spirit will be exalted by every man, woman, and child. And we will live in his kingdom forever 
and ever. Amen. I hope these things have helped you today with the emotions that you will feel during difficult times. Please look up these scriptures in your Bible. If I've not referenced specific scriptures, look up faith, look up happiness, look up Jesus being with me. Develop a relationship where the words of that scripture come together and in the relationship, you know that Christ and the Father and the Holy Spirit are with you forever and ever as long as you accept Jesus as your Savior, God the Father as the Father who loves you so much that he provided this way for you to be saved. And you ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with God's presence, God's direction, God's love. And you will know in that relationship that you are one with our dad, our heavenly dad, our heavenly father. Next month, we're going to be talking about relationships and how they get developed and what are the Christian aspects of those relationships. See you then. From the mountaintop. WWJTN